Welcome to Big Jog Lakers Pod. We are 13 and 9, guys. Sixth in the West. Two and a half games back. I'm feeling good. Two and a half back on our hometown rival, the Clippers. They've never been a rival. Yeah, up until this year. Have we we ever been in the playoffs at the same time? I think so. Like uh, when the Blake Griffin, Chris Paul... DJ thing was going up and like it was towards the end of our playoff run like after Kobe Powell. Yeah. Um, Dwight, I think when he came. 2012? Are we saying 2012? Yeah, 2011 to 2012. Yeah, that was like the last time Clippers and Lakers were in the playoffs. Wow. That was when we were kind of like rivals. Yeah. There was a period of time right around there when I lived in a, a house in San Francisco that had no cable and no internet. And we can only get Will and Grace on TV. <laughs> <laughs> we got one channel, and it That's was a great. It was always show. Will and Grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, great show. I was like, I don't want to watch the show, NBC? but then it was the only show I could watch. I have no idea what I'm gonna the go, channel. I'm going to say NBC. Uh, it, it was rerun, so it wouldn't have been whatever channel uh. it first came out on. It was somebody had like it was like Cron Seven or whatever. Oh. K-Cow? That would have been right around that time. Because I kind of remember seeing them both in the playoffs at the <laughs> one time that they weren't showing Will and Grace. Megan Mullally, a gem, a comedic gem. Oh, star. yeah. She's very a funny. Treasure. Funny lady. Um, speaking of those playoffs, I do remember uh, our last year in the playoffs um, when Kobe got hurt and Nash got hurt and I think Powell got hurt and the, the person leading the Lakers was Dwight Howard. And we like limped in as a seventh seed in the playoffs and we played the Spurs, who were the second seed. And... Before the series started, Magic Johnson said, the Lakers will win this series uh-huh. <laughs> with Dwight Howard leading the team. Okay, I'm listening. And all the Lakers need to do is score 120 game points a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 like, this is before like the current offensive explosion. And I remember thinking, just like, Magic, so they have to score 30 points every quarter. And it, it, it blew my mind that, that he thought the Spurs were going to lose to the Lakers that year. Uh-huh. What happened that year? I believe the Spurs absolutely blew us out in four oh, games. Four, right. We need 120 points from a guy who has no range <laughs> shooting, no. only uh-huh. dunks, and all of our assists, our guys who give assists and passes and, and shots are out. Yeah. I think that was the year that uh, the year after Dwight got spinal fusion surgery also. So it, he was a shell. Yeah. He had one arm because he, like, bro- he broke his shoulder. <laughs> Man. <laughs> and then it's been all uphill for him since then. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. No controversies or problems. None at all. We had a, a good week, though. We didn't have any problems this past week. We had we one had very a, big we had problem. <laughs> <laughs> we had one gigantic problem. Which we are going to talk about now because we started off the week with a gigantic problem. In Denver. In Denver against the Denver Nuggets. They were mad. They <laughs> this <laughs> it, Speaking of uh, rivalries, is this a rivalry now? This, this is, is a bit this of a, is rivalry. a full-blown rivalry. This was great last year. It's, it's mm-hmm. good this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that Jamal Murray hates Lonzo Ball and hates vice versa. Him. They they hate each other. And I think now he hates Jamal Murray. Hates everybody on the Lakers. Now. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he's bummed. There was bummed a thing. Team. Yeah, there was a thing where uh, Murray I think dunked on KCP. He mm-hmm. dunked. He dunked on somebody, and then he just. Uh, Oh, pr- he waved goodbye. He waved he goodbye. Uh, yeah. yeah, he yeah, did yeah. a he did a fake layup on mm-hmm. KCP. KCP runs by him. Yeah, and then he waves goodbye to KCP. Lets Wh- it in while KCP is on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, 
it was one of those games where it was embarrassing. We, we, I've, we've had too many embarrassing... We've come on this podcast and talked about embarrassing losses way too much. Too many. Too many times we've said, that's an embarrassing loss. That was terrible. That yeah. one, the Orlando one, the second Orlando one, but the first one wasn't mm-hmm. good either. The and Raptors. Then, and then the Raptors. Yeah. We, we carry each one with us every day. <laughs> yeah. It's a bucket of water of embarrassing uh, losses. <laughs> Just a big metal chain on us. Can you guess where Jamal Murray is from? Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to guess... Ohio. Alex? I'm going to guess Maryland. He's Canadian. Canadian. I'm not letting no Canadians oh. bang on me, dog. Uh. You are not coming to my country and banging on me. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay. KCP, what are you doing? Oh, my gosh. Punch Let, him in his jaw. Yeah, yeah, hit him in his maple jaw. Yeah. <laughs> this damn Canuck. I'm not, uh, I'm not getting banged on by no Canadian. No. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, he's not banging on us. That's the only two Canadian NBA players I know. Wiggins is Canadian? Yeah, yeah. Wiggins is Canadian. And he plays like a Canadian. He really <laughs> does. Like a Canadian. He I smil- don't know what that means. <laughs> he smiles a Come lot. Come at me, Canadian. He smiles way too much for not performing at all. You know, when I hit a three, I, 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 I light up a big smile. But <laughs> he's, he's uh, going 0 for 12 from the field and uh, taking interviews like he just won the game. I was <laughs> watching the Minnesota-Boston uh, game last night. Because uh, I, I want I like giving Wiggins a chance and just being like he can't be as bad as everybody says he is or as much of a disappointment as everybody says he is. This is the third quarter and it looked like he was about to go on a streak and then I don't know what happened because I fell asleep. That's how boring he was. <laughs> I fell asleep and I woke up and it was over and I was like, well, I hope they won. I don't know. <laughs> so Denver is another home court for the Lakers, it seems. And Mike, the coach Michael Malone, coach for the Denver Nuggets, said um, had a response for that. He said, we understand LeBron is arguably the best player ever. When he comes to town, their fans carry. But as long as their fans go home disappointed, that's all I care about. Ooh. <laughs> it's another home court for us, which I don't understand because this is turning into a big rivalry. I feel like the Lakers have home court almost anywhere. Yeah, we talked about this last week. And it's like this. I didn't think Denver was going to be, but it, it is. I'm starting to think we don't have home court anywhere. Which nice. I know is a weird take, but uh, are you going to conspiracy Kevin me? Oh, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Conspiracy Kevin. That was loud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have a home court anywhere because there's so many fake Lakers fans uh-huh. that go to Lakers games at the Staples Center that real fans, fans like us, have to like fly to Denver to get a $20 ticket <laughs> to see our team. But we can only show up like 50 at a time. So there's no, it's like, oh, yeah. look at that section of 50 Lakers fans. I wonder what they're doing here. And it's like they're just trying to see their team. They can't see them at home, so they got to come see them here. That's true, but I mean, if they're fake, as long as they're cheering for the Lakers, they can fake cheer for the Lakers all they want. Well, that's the thing is they don't. So Alex and I got uh-huh. to go to the Dallas game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went and we scalped some tickets from Slim Mike, I think was his name. Yeah. And uh, got to get it. Got to go in, and there was no cheers for the introduction of the team. None at all. Yeah, it's also people trickled in late. They weren't showing up on time. That's a to, Los Angeles thing. That's yeah. I don't want to f- go to fake Lakers fans. If you watch a Dodgers game, it's mm-hmm. not full until the fourth inning, and that's that's just kind of how we are as fan, as like Angelinos. But no cheering, and then LeBron comes out and a fucking roar, <laughs> which I understand he's LeBron, like, but Lonzo's tight. Give it up for Bi. Like, yeah. celebrate yeah. something. We're here for the team, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because everybody in the section we were, which is up against, like, my head was resting against the wall. That's how high up. I was in the absolute last row. 
Everybody up where we were knew all the stats for the whole team. Uh-huh. And oh, it's yeah, just the guys there. down at the bottom, they were just like, who's this guy? When's <laughs> LeBron touch the ball? Why is LeBron on the bench? Okay, so Denver, embarrassing loss. Another one of those losses where you just can't pull anything out, I think. Mm-mm. It's just every... I mean, you can't pull some stuff out. KCP is still bad. (laughs) Yeah, it's still a minus twenty-one. Can't pull anything out that we didn't already know. Josh Hart's probably more hurt than we think he is. Yeah, we Mm turn. Oh yeah, we turn the ball over too much. We like that. We like turning it over. (laughs) Lakers turning the ball over. Name a more iconic. Oh my god, (laughs) the Nuggets wasn't that bad. We only had like twelve turnovers, and they had eleven. But we shot the ball from three. Do you want to guess how how well we shot the ball from three? in Denver? Yeah, from three percentage wise or or numbers wise. Percentage wise, I'm gonna say eighteen percent. I was gonna say twelve. Okay, we shot right in the middle at (laughs) fourteen. Okay, well, we still can't make our free throws. No. Bad game all around. Every single stat line, bad game. Our best contributor might have been Michael Beasley. Which is tough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You never want that. You, you never, never want, want it bees. to be Beasley. <laughs> or if it is, you want a full Beasley blowout. Like, a, sure. hey, I think I'm leaving on December 15th. Someone give me a contract. Here's a good Beasley blowout. <laughs> but you know what I still got. Yeah, he's going to have a good December. He will have a good December. <laughs> I, that, to if be he fa- even knows about this. <laughs> he, he might not even know. know the trade deadline. No. I'm going to be a Laker forever. <laughs> Turns out we just get Trevor Ariza back and send him away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like some Lakers fans th- still think Ariza should have like a, a statue out front. Him. What do you mean like- some Lakers fans? <laughs> Me. <laughs> you, think, you think Trevor Ariza and Andrew Bynum should have a, a, a statue out front uh-huh. in the Staples? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But- we should have, and the statue should be, it should be a three-man statue, and it's Trevor Ariza picking that inbound pass that uh, helped us win that championship. Mm-hmm. And then as he's running down the court, <laughs> The guy chasing him is running into Andrew Bynum with his arm out. (laughs) 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 I'll take that statue. I think okay, I advocate now that you for say, violence that, way too that, much. Yeah. On this if you podcast. say that, if you if they put it that way, then yeah, I do want the statue. <laughs> That'd be funny if there was just a diorama. You get to play with it. It's like one of those interactive dioramas. Yeah, and it's just you controlling Trevor Reza, and then in in the background, <laughs> it's Andrew Biden oh, straight up punching a punching dude. Bolt. Yeah, an interactive statue. You should get in that. And if it's not interactive, and it's just Andrew Bynum. Only cornrow Andrew Bynum. That's the only one. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. that's the only one that <laughs> exists. Yeah, which I think cornrow. Uh, Andrew Bynum wasn't that only in Philly for like a game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring it back. And, and I think they should, there was like a picture of him in the stands with like a tall boy. I did not see that. Yeah, there's a picture of Andrew Bynum at a Sixers game in the stands. I think while he was on the team, and he's just drinking a tall boy. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> it's really great. You get to do whatever you want in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Well, we had that embarrassing loss, and that moves into a pretty uh, good win. Against the Pacers. Which was almost an embarrassing loss. Almost. Almost. We pulled Why away at that? the end, and it's, well, because we're up 48, what were we up, 46 to 18 at one point? Like in the early part of the second quarter? Yeah, well, the, the end of the first quarter, it was 38 to 15. 38 that's, to that's 15. That's a great sign. Yes. It was like, <laughs> wow, we are killing. And then the score in just the second quarter was <laughs> Pacers 35, Lakers 18. So it was almost a it complete flip. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was a close game. And then it was a close yeah. game in the third. That's and then we so insane. Away what a flip. If they had blown that, that would have been rough. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it would take me to lose my Lakers fandom. Like, I've been a fan <laughs> since I was a kid. Uh-huh. That, this game wouldn't have done it because I've seen some pretty bad Lakers games. Yeah. I, I mean – just coming to mind immediately, Rick Fox trying to pass it over his head to Shaq before we were a full team. And 
uh, such a bad pass that he made a three point shot. I mean, that was a pretty rough time. Mm-hmm. But uh, if we if we lost a few games like this, I don't know. I might have to like buy a ticket to a Clippers game. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you were you were standing the Lakers. Uh-huh. Throughout the whole Byron Scott years, yep. but now that we got LeBron and we have a few bad losses, you you're done. You want to jump ship? No, I'm not ready to jump ship. <laughs> okay. I'm just wondering what it would take. I think okay. you go through all the Byron Scott years and then you get LeBron. Uh-huh. And if if we had LeBron and we were like, what did you say we were when you came in? Thirteen and six, thirteen and nine, thirteen and nine, thirteen and nine. If yeah. we were like, uh, I can't do math in my head. Was that twenty two games? If we were four and eighteen right now. Uh-huh. And the, and the Clippers were in the number one. I don't know. I don't want to say I'm a bandwagon fan in any way, but I might just be like, let's just see what Tobias Harris is like. I don't know. Yeah. Kevin, the bandwagon fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, uh, we had another horrific free throw shooting night on, uh, against the Pacers. This was um, truly, again, embarrassing. We shot 56% from free throw line. These are professional men who've played basketball almost their entire lives, and they can't shoot from the free throw line. Wait, against it's the rough. Pacers? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I, Stu Lance even said, uh, this is what he said after like two missed free throws in a row. He said, I'd say ball don't lie, but the Lakers don't make free throws anyway. Uh-huh. Stu Lance. Great announcer. I love Stu Lance and Taking Bill McDonald. Team. You know our best free throw shooter right now might be Tyson Chandler, who is three for four from the line. <laughs> and that's not 75%. good. 75%. That's, that's not good. That's not good at all. Do you know who our actual best free throw shooter is? Um, KCP, right? No, it's Zubat. Is it Zubat? <laughs> he's, he's, well, what, what, he's, two? One, he's one for one. One for one. There you go. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I think, yeah, KCP is shooting like 90-something, I think, from the free throw line. We talked about this yeah, a couple weeks 94, ago. 94, 95%. Yeah. He was on – I didn't realize this. This guy in front of me at the game pointed this out. He was on a shooting streak. He KCP? Had, he had made like 20 – coming into the Dallas game, he had made like 23 straight – free throws in a row Mm -hmm. and then at in the dallas game he gets it up to like 26 27 and then he promptly misses two but uh i mean one the second one and one and then he gets fouled again he misses the first one and then and then goes back on but i didn't realize he was on a streak he was doing pretty well yeah we uh look absolutely horrible at least in the pacers game we looked absolutely horrible when lebron left the floor Yes. And I think uh, this goes to what Magic Johnson said earlier this week, which was, we don't want to be the Cavs. We don't want to use the Cavs model. Which is? Just like every being a terrible team when LeBron isn't on the floor. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And uh, we proved that we are, <laughs> at least in this game. It was, I kind of feel like part of the problem, though, is that everything runs through him. Everything is through LeBron. Yeah, he's point, like, point LeBron. He's point He brings up the ball. Everybody's got to look at him. Uh, when it's when it's when they're passing around the court on in the in the half court, and then he takes all the shots, uh, and then when he doesn't, he kind of passes it off to a guy that misses, and then he decides to not go play defense on the other end. But if they let it just run through somebody else every once in a while, yeah, seems like it would be nice. In the Dallas game, he let Lonzo bring it up. There was a couple points where he started to bring it up and stopped and turned and was like, "No, nah, Lonzo, you do it. Yeah, like that's you good. bring it up, get back into the game." I like that. If we did more of that, it, it would feel like uh, we wouldn't have to rely on that Cavs model so much. Right. And that's why he has all these games where you're just like, wait a minute. I didn't think LeBron had a good game. He was two assists away from of a course. triple-double. Yeah. <laughs> you have the ball all the time. You're mm-hmm. the one who picks who scores. You're the one who does all the rebounding, kind of, and uh, takes the shots. Then, then yeah, you're going to be the guy. A terrible game from LeBron is like 25-5-5. Five and five. 
which is a good game for anybody. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was just thinking as you said those numbers, like, man, that would be awful. <laughs> we would lose so bad yes. if those were the numbers that we got from LeBron. Yeah. We almost got killed by uh, Sabonis in that Sabonis game. Sabonis was going off. Yeah. We contained him, I think, in the second half. I think that's why they lost. But in the first half, he was just uh, rooking our bigs down, yeah. down low. He was getting rebounds, yeah. 15 rebounds, 20 points. Very efficient. I think what happened was he saw Creed 2. And it just inspired okay. him. He's like, this is for you, Arvidas. I'm going to go take it to the Lakers. Arvidas. I know you were never allowed to do it. You could never do it because you were very bad. And you were brought to the NBA 10 years after your prime. <laughs> but I'll do it for you, Papa. And uh, <laughs> didn't happen. Uh, Sorry, Sabonis. Tyreek Evans is on the Pacers. I didn't, he's been like, I didn't he, know that either. Yeah, he's, uh, he's all over the place. Tyreek, was Tyreek the one who had the stupid layup? Is he the one that go? He goes for the layup. Oh yeah, he and misses instead it. of laying it into the basket, he pops it back to himself. He finger oh, rolls back. Oh right, <laughs> he yes. finger rolls back. Stu Lance was uh, just going off on him, making fun of him. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah, that was so weird. I remember like because I didn't see it li- uh, like when it happened, mm-hmm. and then the, like Stu Lance was just like he blocked himself. He blocked himself. <laughs> and I'm like, can you show the replay? What are you talking about? And yeah, he like laid it, did the finger roll, he but did the, the finger, finger roll, roll it went rolled too it back. early, and oh. yeah. That was great. Yeah, I've never seen that before. That's something I would do on the court. <laughs> I've, I'm pretty sure I've done it. Yeah. I've done it, and I've done the uh, I ran so fast that I laid it up too hard against the backboard oh, and it bounced yeah. back to half court. I've done that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can, you can play that off as you were trying to do a ba- uh, backboard uh, alley-oop to somebody behind you. At least you can do that. I play basketball <laughs> with people that couldn't jump <laughs> yeah. and dunk on a seven-foot hoop. So sure. I don't know. <laughs> it's not like that would help anybody. I can freaking dunk on any hoop you give me, dude. 20 bucks. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go right now. I know a court down the street. Let's do it. Friday night, Mavericks in Los Angeles in the Staples Center. Now, I didn't watch this game at all. I was at the beautiful Vista Theater. What were you watching? Watching Roma. Is that good? The new Alfonso, Alfonso Cuaron movie. Cuaron. It was beautiful. But, it's, is, it, but is it good? It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> a movie can be beautiful and not good. This was so good, and it was beautiful to watch. I highly recommend everybody watch it in theater. It's a Netflix movie. It's going to be on Netflix on December 14th, but in Los Angeles and probably in like New York or something. There, there are showtimes in theaters all around Los Angeles, not during the week, only on weekends. And uh, you got to see this one in theater. It's, it's, it's beautiful. What else has Alfonso directed? Gravity. What? Okay. Is that a serious um, question? Oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> whoa. Yeah. Gravity, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, and okay. he also did Itumama Tambien. Okay. You know what? Which That's not a dumb question. I was thinking of somebody else. Okay, this is the <laughs> thing. <Jesus laughs> okay, Christ. I've talked to You're other people, <laughs> and this is keeps happening. Like, <laughs> we're talking... <laughs> I've talked to multiple people like, uh, about, uh, about uh, Roma and about Alfonso Cuaron, and or t- I was talking to somebody, and they were like, yeah, you know, he did The Revenant. Um, yeah, he did no, Birdman. I was like, that's no, Alejandro. that's Alejandro Nuritu. That's exactly what I was thinking <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking of. I am so sorry. Yeah, you're, you uh, exploded on yeah. me. <laughs> you really did. That's, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I feel so dumb. And then I talked to somebody else, and they were like, uh, yeah, you know, I really like uh, Cuaron. He did the um, he did that movie with Brad Pitt in the desert, and he's crying. I was like, that's Babel. That's also in your eat. I've talked man. to multiple different people who think he's in your eat, too. Wow. <laughs> 
Uh, Mexican- I'm sorry to all my Mecha homeboys. I didn't mean to do that yeah. to you. Mexican director's doing really well at the Oscars these past couple of years. Cuaron won uh, for Gravity. Mm-hmm. Inuritu won for Birdman and The Revenant. And then Del Toro won this year for uh, Shape of Water. Yeah. Mexicans doing great at the Oscars. Viva la raza. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not watch Lakers-Mavs, but you guys did. You didn't have to. We were there in person to yeah. report on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you guys... Wh- so this was a... Was this a physical game, apparently? Very physical. physical. like we were there physically? <laughs> that and between the players. Oh, it was. It was yeah. great. It was a testy game. It was a very petty game. It felt like we got five techs overall. J.J. Barea got ejected. What did he say to the ref? You're a disaster tonight. Oh, and that's true. He wa- all they of were the refs bad. were a disaster. The refs tonight. were bad. Yeah, and you were saying like they whistled him from across the court. Oh, that there? was that was Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban tweeted that he didn't say anything. He was like, he just said that you're a disaster tonight, and he said it to himself. And mm-hmm. the refs were across the court, and they still ejected him. Mm-hmm. Which, come on, they didn't <laughs> hear you, and you still got ejected. They heard you. Yeah, you can hear a lot down there. I'm surprised at what you can hear. We were, like I said, we were all the way at the top. I was sitting behind Chick Hearn's retired microphone mm. sheet. That's how high up we were, that I was blocked by by that. And I could still hear Luke yelling at people, and I could still hear uh, other people just kind of yelling stuff. It was great. Yeah, yeah, LeBron doing play calls. Yeah. Yeah. We were we remembered a lot of greats last week uh, at the at the first uh, the Nuggets game. Or, no, th- last Sunday. Who we played last Sunday? That was know. the Magic. That was Chick Hearn night, wasn't it? Oh, that was Chick Hearn night. That was Chick Hearn mm-hmm. night. It was Chick Hearn night. And I think Friday was his birthday? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. And then this past couple of days has been like Craig Sager nights. Yes, Craig. The, the, I, I like the cool jackets. Yeah. You got a text from your dad about Craig Sager. Yeah. Remembering the greats. <laughs> <That's> what? <laughs> 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 Almost broke the thing. Um, yeah, my dad just didn't know it was Craig Sager night. And he was just like, did, lo- did Luke lose a bet or something? <laughs> <laughs> I always want to go as Craig Sager for Halloween. And I never remember to do that. <laughs> so just wear a flashy suit. Yeah, just wear a yeah. flashy suit and go out and comb my hair to the side. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I do run, want to say this about Itu Mama Tambien. My, I told my mom that that's what Quaron uh, directed, and she goes, "Oh, that's not a nice movie. <laughs> <laughs> not like sexual or violent or anything. Just that's not nice." <laughs> uh, do you have Christian parents? Did you were you raised in a Christian household? No. Oh, I thought your mom was a Catholic. She is. Okay. That's different. Yeah, that's a totally different beast. Mavs Lakers. <laughs> uh, there you. You were saying that LeBron... Oh, he trucked Doncic. Yeah, so... Oh, it was so beautiful. Everyone's talking about this uh, Doncic's double block on LeBron. Yes. It is a pretty good highlight. I mean, It's, a, good, it's yeah. a great highlight. He uh-huh. blocked him uh, back Especially to back. because the rumor coming out of the first game is that he was mesmerized by LeBron and didn't want to play against him. Right, right yeah, like he's his hero or something. Yeah, yeah. so he yeah. really does show up in the second game and, and go at it. And he, he is serpentine dude he like mm-hmm. everywhere it was so beautiful to watch year. him move rookie of the year yeah it, it was amazing to watch him move which is why alex and i kind of wanted to go to the game we want to see him and dennis smith really kind of play the team mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did dennis smith do anything no yeah uh, <laughs> both him and dennis smith didn't show up yeah well it was at like i feel like after he uh got trucked by mm-hmm. lebron lebron or as i call him let go goes yeah he, uh, Did you come he, up with it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, LeBron just took all his powers. And uh, Luca, what do you have? Like, he had like two points or something? 
I didn't he see had a bad night. I didn't see the stat line, which is always what I'm. I didn't realize how used to seeing the stat line I am as I'm watching the game. Because mm-hmm. like as I'm sitting there, like you can obviously see how many fouls and points and assists and rebounds that they have, but I can't tell like who's like oh one for four from the three point line or anything like that. But uh, Lonzo, uh, Luca had a definite uh, impact on the game in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Going into the second quarter, I think he gets struck in the second quarter, mm-hmm. um, and then. LeBron just goes downhill and <laughs> runs right into I him. I love it. Uh-huh. Knocks him onto the floor. And then you can see, like, I don't think LeBron even tried to, like, toss the ball into the hoop or anything to fake, like, that's not what he did on purpose. Yeah. Trucks him. And then Luca like, gets up and walks away like he's fine. Goes to the opposite side of the court it's where like he's, like, by the bench. He's, like, in the corner by his bench, <laughs> and he doubles over. <laughs> And he can't stand up. Oh, my god! You can see his face is just red, bright red from the third row up. It's just he's done. Have you ever, like, had your air knocked out and you, like, put it together as you walk away? And Mm -hmm. then, like, 15 seconds later, you're just like, (gasps) yeah, you can see that he was going through that on the other side. And he's, like, hugging his stomach. (laughs) And then he did nothing the rest of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, I say it every podcast. If you're going to come out there and, you know, LeBron can't do this all the time. But other people are like, hey, Beasley. You got two minutes to come out here. You missed three three pointers. You're not going to do much. We're not going to bring you back in the game. Go foul some people. Earn the time that you're on the court. LeBron was just like, fuck it. I'm going to truck this dude. I'm going to stop him from thinking that he can do anything on this court and then take over the game, which is exactly what he did. I think he was so doubled over because LeBron's body is made up of some type of alloy of like mithril from Lord of the Rings and adamantium from Wolverine. That is what LeBron is made out of. Yeah. And he, it really, like, that seems like the scariest thing when LeBron is just full speed coming at you. And everyone talks about it whenever he does it. If he catches the ball at the three-point line and starts running, everybody moves and you get those great LeBron dunks. Mm -hmm. And I think Doncic was just like, I'm going to take this charge. (laughs) And he did. And And all the (laughs) dude, every time I watch a game, I go, how come nobody's taking charges? I, I, I have vivid memories of Fish knowing that he's not going to be too effective on the court and just starts taking charges from people. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, nobody does that anymore. Yeah. And then Doncic did it. And I was like, oh, that's why you don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly why you don't do that. <laughs> Kyle Lowry did that in the last year's playoffs. He was just like trying to take charges from LeBron and just had bad games after he took the charges. Cause it's like all of your body hurts. Yeah. You have a broken rib yeah. You're down for the count. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember, I think it was last year or year before, like, there was a question that was going around, which was like, who would you rather guard, Steph Curry or LeBron James? And w- one player I remember had a, the answer, like, would you rather run a mile or be run over by a truck all game? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, why are you trying to take a charge from LeBron of every, anybody? That's crazy. Yeah. It ruined his game. Yeah, it really did. It really did. <laughs> I, I'm looking, he had six points for the... The whole night. The whole night? The whole night, six points. Four definitely had to be before he got trapped then. Leading scorer on the Mavs, Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes was sauce. He was going on. Yeah. He was going on. I always forget that Harrison Barnes exists. Well, Harrison Barnes exists in Dallas because LeBron murdered him Uh in that finals when he was a Golden State Warrior. And he just was missing all those shots. That was so weird. I still remember that. He he was wide open. He was like a a three-point shooter and... 
It just he made nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Alex and I were talking about it that sometimes LeBron's greatest defense is just his cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. Instead of running out and guarding you on the wing, he just turns his back to you <laughs> while you shoot. And we think it just has to get in, in dudes' heads mentally where they're like, I'm worth I'm worth guarding, and then yeah. they miss it. Maybe I'm not even worth being in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, they do that double hand check, like, uh, is my hand in the right position even? Mm-hmm. And then chuck it up, and it misses <laughs> yeah. half the time. Also, we think we might have, in, in watching LeBron do warm-ups and taking free throws before the game, we think we might have figured out what he does wrong in his free throw shots, which he needs to stop doing. Let's hear it. He was perfect when he gets into his stance and is just like a fluid motion. However, he keeps missing if he pauses before he shoots, Mm -hmm. because sometimes he'll do that. He'll pause before he shoots. And the other thing he'll do is he'll blow on his hand. And he missed every single warm-up shot where he blew on his hand. (laughs) Every single one. I was like, look, he's blowing on his hand. And then he would miss. And then the next one, he wouldn't. And he would make it. And I was like... Somebody get this news you, down to LeBron. We need to get <laughs> Palinka on the horn. We need to get Rob Palinka on the horn. Let him know about this. Call me Palinka. I yeah. can tell you what LeBron's doing. Stop <laughs> blowing on your hand. Email our email. <laughs> Send us an email. What's Listen, if Jeff Hornacek thought it was, uh, oh, you want me to plug the email? Yeah, what's right the email? Big, Rob, Rob Palinka, send it too. Rob Palinka, big dog Laker pod <laughs> at gmail.com. There is no S. I know the podcast is Big Dog Lakers Pod, but at the time we weren't quite sure on the S in the name, so we set it up without. I love the fine print every time. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Palinka, hit us up. Big dog Laker pod at gmail.com. If Jeff Hornacek could wipe his stupid face every single time, and that's why he thought he was making all those free throws, then maybe LeBron shouldn't be blowing on his hand. Yeah, you're right. We had to watch Jason Kidd blow kisses to his wife that he cheated on consistently. Oh, yeah. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe that's what the problem is. Mm-hmm. It's the little things. Foltz has the thing where he uh, bobbles it in between hands. Yeah, but now. you don't want to follow. Foltz. Yeah, don't follow <laughs> Foltz. Don't follow Foltz. No. During the Dallas Cowboys, I think Thanksgiving game, uh, Amari Cooper did that. Like uh, he uh, caught a touchdown, and then. He went to the field goal post mm-hmm. and did and <laughs> had everybody line up like those uh, free throws and then he bobbled it like Fultz and then and then shot it through yeah. the field goal post. I'd be okay getting roasted in the NFL. Yeah, Fultz is he's looking he's looking ugly. <laughs> uh, if I was him, I would even do the Rick Barry underhand free throw. You punch a guy beforehand and then you do an underhand okay. free throw. <laughs> you have to That's do that. That's a Rick Barry technique. Who's gonna be the Lakers whipping boy? Who can we just get some guy to get punched? Oh, I figure we get somebody from the other team. LeBron has that much. <laughs> <laughs> stay in the NBA. <laughs> Maybe Andy Garcia can just like stand there, get punched, and then just have our Lakers guy shoot a free throw. I'd be okay with it being a joke punch, like Will Ferrell's on the sidelines. Oh, there we go. And Will Ferrell takes like a fake punch from LeBron, does doubles over, and then LeBron makes both of his free throws. Yeah, that sounds great. That'd be great. I, I love this. Oh, well, something that I wasn't expecting going to the Lakers game is everybody loves celebrity culture in Los Angeles. They were cheering for every celebrity that was on the big screen. That's great. Smokey Robinson was there. Whoa. I, this is, I don't No, he wasn't. Oh, who was it? It was Lionel Richie. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Man, it's my turn to get racist. <laughs> I don't know when it's going to show up, but I'm I, I heard Smokey come out. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You, yeah, Kevin got racist. You got racist. And I got racist. With the, oh, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn to get racist soon. I don't, know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know when. I just know it's my turn next. So Lionel Richie was there. Lionel <laughs> Richie was there. Everybody clapped. The he whole was, they were on, dancing on the ceiling. The stadium went crazy. Will mm-hmm. Ferrell came out. Mm-hmm. The stadium went crazy. Uh, Anyone else? 
Who else was there? Because there was another Flea? celebrity that was there. Flea wasn't there. Flea wasn't wow. there. There was another celebrity that was there where you were like, hardly, <laughs> when they went up on screen. I forgot who it was. But Jack goes on. They put Jack on Jack's the big screen. There. Jack's there. Which For the Mavs. What are you? Well, it's a Friday night. It's I Friday guess. night, man. Yeah. Mm. He wants to check out Doncic. Jack, <laughs> Jack's a basketball Jack guy. A basketball he's a scout. Guy. <laughs> Uh, but they put Jack on and he's so not paying attention to what's going oh, on man. that the whole crowd starts to cheer and like on screen, he like jumps back and looks <laughs> up and then he sees that it's him and he's just like, stop, just, like, starts <laughs> waiting, like, get it off of me. Yeah. Uh, Jack kind of looks like some gelatinous blob now. He doesn't look like a human anymore. I love it. Yeah. He, Cause he always like sinks in his seat mm-hmm. and he's like leaning. It looks like they gave him a rocking chair cause mm-hmm. he's leaning all the way back now. It's the best. That little section is the best because it's Jack. And then usually like, I, I'm assuming it's his kid or his grand, although mm-hmm. the kid, it's pretty young. So it might be like his grandkid. And then it's these two ladies that have, that are a couple yep. that have been there forever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know one lady's name, but the other lady's name is Yuri, the, the oh, old yeah. Asian lady. Mm-hmm. She looks dead in every <laughs> She's got the gigantic She's glasses. She's always got the on. huge sunglasses. I love that yeah, lady. I tried to look her up. She's been going forever, mm-hmm. like going back into the 80s. She's been going to Lakers games courtside consistently. I have no idea what she did to get money or anything. I do know that one time in the playoffs, somebody jumped over her and kicked her, her, her girlfriend or wife in the head. Oh, wow. Uh, but they was like, hey, that's part of the game. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. basketball. I, don't, I feel like I haven't seen Lou Adler there in a while. I haven't seen Lou Adler yeah, in a little while. Yeah, I wonder if he's who, okay. F- until I was 21, thought Dustin Hoffman just went to games <laughs> with Jack <laughs> Nicholson. <laughs> I like Jack because he has the Marlon Brando effect now. He's like yeah. smoking before the games. Mm-hmm. He's getting really chubby, and he's getting all bald and hard to be around. Full Brando. Does yeah. he vape? Do you think Jack never no. vapes? No. Jack doesn't vape? <laughs> Come on. I would, I would be okay if Jack smoked courtside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, that's Jack. Yeah. Show some respect. Well, we uh, had a two in one week last week. You know what that means? What does that mean? We called it. You yeah. guys called it, not me. That's I two weeks that it. you haven't that's, called it. Yeah, that's two weeks in a row that we called it. <laughs> you guys called it. Uh, I will, I uh, to give you a little bit of, I said that we would have, we would struggle against Dallas. I did not think mm. we would struggle against Denver. Which I should have predicted. They're the better team. Yeah, they really are. They really are the better team. They were the hardest team we played in this week stretch. I don't know why we were were not giving Denver their their due justice. I think because I was so scared of them in the first game, and they were the number one seed at the time, and Mm -hmm. then we beat them. Which I don't feel. I don't know if it was handily or not, but I remember winning, and I was like, "Oh, we got it." Especially the second (laughs) game, we got it. They're the second seed now. Denver is Mm -hmm. behind the Clippers. Mm -hmm. Was it like we're like a game back? Oh, half game. Half game. Yeah. So we're a game and a half back on them. Yes. Damn, we could be the two seed right now. We uh-huh. could. Oh, Wes is, is a bloodbath. Wes is an absolute bloodbath. This is rough. Um, <clears throat> so two in one week, which brings us to a four game week. We got a four game week. We got a four game week starting today. Today is December 2nd, and there is a 12 30 game, early game. Today. Normally we would like to try to record after that game, but uh, the big dog's got some running to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Al- Alex, what do you got going on? Well, this is at the end of the pod. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, can we save it? No, I'm here to ruin the pod. I yeah, wanna, right. I want to take the end segments and move them to the mm-hmm. front, and I want to be slightly <laughs> accidentally racist. <laughs> Jesus I'll, Christ. I'll be full blown racist. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. Uh-huh. <laughs> Watch so our, out. <laughs> our first game, December second, home against the Phoenix Suns. Now, uh, Devin Booker, Phoenix Suns star, Phoenix Suns legend, Devin Booker, mm-hmm. 
has been injured for a while because he stubbed his toe in a Los Angeles hotel. Do we want to speculate on the hotel? Uh, I'm going to go Ritz Carlton. Yeah, I'm going to go Ritz Carlton. Which Ritz? The one downtown. downtown. Yeah. Oh, no, they don't stay there. They don't stay there? They don't stay downtown. What do they say, We're Burbank? No, no, they do stay downtown. Thousand Oaks? Do they stay downtown? Because Pop had a had a uh, interview where he talks about how seeing like four LeBron James portraits downtown. Oh, that's right. He did say <laughs> from that. From his week. window. And it's like, if you went to Cleveland, you saw the one and you just passed mm. by it like it was nothing. But he's surrounding me now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize they stayed downtown. I have... Uh, I I'm sorry, but it sounds like Pop is losing his mind. Pop? Pop's just old. He's just set into being old and grumpy. No, I I think, okay, this is serious (laughs) talk with uh, me. Do you want to do this? Yeah, serious talk with Alex Hannah. I think Pop is depressed. I think losing his wife Mm -hmm. really sent him into a spiral. Did you see that quote where Pop was like... Yeah, I hope it did. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the lady that you're married to forever. Yeah, I would hope that you're not just like, well, it's Saturday. Let's get back at it. (laughs) Pop said this quote where he was like, uh, the basketball is no longer a beautiful game. And I just saw him crying. Yeah, but he was talking about the three-point line. Yeah, but he's like kissing his wife's casket. He's trying to like... (laughs) He's trying oh, to like not be depressed. This pod's dark. Yeah, but he's dark. Yeah. Oh no, I told you this yeah, is sad, yeah. sad news. Do you think do you think he's uh, sad about losing his wife or not winning a championship in a couple of years? In like what has it been 3 or 4 years? Since no, he, he can't be sad that. about that because I mean how long he doesn't win any in the beginning, does he? He doesn't win any with David Robinson for a little while. I feel like no, he won, it wins in 99. Yeah, he won. But his that's at first the end year. of Robinson's career. That right. was his first year? I want to say it was like a first no, or second year. No, that was year. Tim Duncan's first year. No, uh, Pop's first year though. Oh, what? Am I crazy? I just think Pop has been coaching the Spurs since like 1962. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like he came out of the military you academy. You think he's like Jerry Sloan? Yeah, he <laughs> was just there forever. There were guys that were coaching teams that forever when I see that team and they're mm-hmm. not on the sideline, I'm like, oh, what happened to, what happened to Sloan? Hey, where's George Carl? Why aren't you on the <laughs> sideline right now? Who was the dude that we kept beating uh, that, that coached the Kings in the early 2000s? Hmm, coached the Kings. I'm not sure. I can't remember his name. Yeah, it wasn't Don Nelson, was it? No, no Don it, Nelson it was, was Mavs and then Warriors. Yeah. Pop has been a coach since 96 on the Spurs. 96. So, so he, he probably won his second, third year then. Second, third year. That, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, he won early on and then just never stopped. Man, those were good teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Phoenix today. Oh, the Spurs are like the kind of reverse Lakers where they get the number one pick and just like on a fluke. You know, like the yeah. Lakers got the number one right. pick and got magic mm-hmm. on kind of a fluke. And then uh, Spurs got Tim Duncan Tim on Duncan. a fluke. And they just cruised for years. Yeah. yeah. King of style, Tim Duncan. Phoenix Suns. King of skulls, Tim, Tim Duncan. Oh, you... I, I, I want to speculate more on the hotels. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Four Seasons in Beverly Hills. I had to pick up Ooh. somebody at the Four Seasons in Beverly Hills one time. I, I gave tours when I first moved to Los mm-hmm. Angeles. Very uh-huh. private, expensive tours. I, I did pretty well. Okay. And uh, had to go to the Four Seasons. Met Pop. Pop was there. The, all the whole Spurs team was there. Wow. Came downstairs. He was all dressed in like a, you know, solid Spurs athleisure. Let's go. Rick Adelman. Rick oh. Adelman. Oh, yeah. Yes. And then we kept torturing him when he moved to Houston, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I totally forgot about that guy Rick. Lose. 
You know who um, else I love seeing lose is D'Antoni. I know he was a Lakers coach. Um, fuck that guy. I yeah. hate Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, Mike D'Antoni sucks. Uh, Speaking of pop, you saw pop. Uh, I was hanging out in Santa Monica and I saw um, Manu Ginobili once. Hey, was it the Nike Town? Um, no, it was like right on the beach. Does he work at the Nike Town? <laughs> no, but I I saw him once at a Nike Town and somebody else told me that they had seen Manu and he was at the Santa Monica Nike Town. So I was like, this would be great if it happened again. But yeah, it didn't. I was com- I was uh, just in awe. I was starstruck. They're so tall. Yeah, I, I was also that's, that's star- I was starstruck by his Argentinian beauty. He is a beautiful man. I'm glad you got the right country because we have been struggling. <laughs> <laughs> He's an Ar- Argentinian dream. That's uh, oh Ginobili. oh. There was a there's a um, uh, article about how the Cavs chose their hotels and each team gets to choose what hotel they stay in mm-hmm. depending on where they are at. So uh, mm. they can switch based on. I just think because that. Ritz Carlton is so close to the stadium. Mm-hmm. Everybody just chooses to do that, and there's that tunnel underground. There's yeah. a secret they tunnel. Don't have to see anybody in the commute time is way. They're not staying in Encino. No, no, it's not like uh, the Dodgers. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not like yes, yeah. It's yeah. actually Pop who keeps robbing us, yeah. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, because he was like, why are you so far out? This wow. is ridiculous. This is a scoop. <laughs> Get to the Ritz-Carlton. What are you doing? Oh, he's just forcing him out of Encino. He's just forcing him out. He's trying to help him. <laughs> the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> today oh yeah we're gonna beat them 12 30 yeah they, uh, if De- we first game with Devin Booker back out of injury who his t- big toe was black and they had a they had drain, drain blood out of his big toe Oof. this is a Tyson redemption game he goes you stole two years oh that's from right me. yeah yeah this is for stole two years from <laughs> me. you paid me a lot of money yeah and, and you I gave me money two years. <laughs> he's just a petty ex yeah uh-huh. you stole my prime years um I yeah it's beautiful speaking of like wasting your what is Luol Dang doing now He's playing. In, he's playing for the T Wolves. But is he playing? He's not yes, playing. he's uh, not playing. No, he's not playing. He's oh, playing like wow. two minutes a game. Oh wow! This is how bad I am at watching sports and basketball. I love basketball. I love sports. Also, there is another dang. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think I might have just kept seeing oh, his name come up. And, yes, Gorgie. and then being like, "Oh, Luol's getting some time." <laughs> yeah, Gor- Gorgel or Gorgie, Gorgie, Gogol, something like that. Yeah. Phoenix Suns, yeah, we we gotta we gotta win, right? We have to. We have to win. We have to. It's just, but of course, it's going to be another. This heart feels attack. like this feels like an Atlanta game. You know when we played Atlanta, right? And we it was won a, on a tip by Tyson Chandler. Yeah, yeah, we won on a tip, and I feel like I remember the refs were trying to give us that game too, like they yeah. were <laughs> giving us <laughs> like giving the no calls to Atlanta. Anyway, this game, this game, it, I feel yeah, it's going to be another heart attack. We played. I, no, I don't think so. I think I think we we blow them out. When's our when was the last time we blew out somebody? We did that recently, right? This is the Phoenix Suns. Um, Phoenix Suns. Really? We were discussing this. What do you count as a blowout? <laughs> um, well, it's it's blowouts are weird. Um, the one we had because I think they came back at the end, but just a little bit. So the end score was like we won by like eleven or something, mm-hmm. but we were up by by like 20 at some point that's how i think being yeah being up by 20 and then kind of just keeping that for most of the game even if we don't only win by 10 Mm -hmm. if we if we just have a a blowout is just a dominant win throughout the game so like if mo wagner gets in before the two minute mark is that a blowout if mo wagner gets in before the two minute mark and we win yeah yeah yeah. because he did make it in before the two minute mark against the magic and Mm -hmm. we did not win (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) that yeah that is a very uh, sure sign of a blowout. he's the blowout mark yeah yeah in or out either way if he comes in we got blown out or we blew a team out yeah. if we see Mo Wagner. Moritz Wagner. Wagner. He played a minute in Dallas. Mm. But that seemed like a decisive win until the last. We finished 
11 points above them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a decided win. Going oh, last into the thing, the crowd was going nuts because we almost got tacos. We were so close to tacos. That's right. We were so close to yeah. tacos, and they start fouling people. And everyone in the audience is like, no, stop fouling them. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to make these free throws, and we're going to. And then uh, I forgot who it was. He misses his first two free throws. Uh-huh. And then we were like, yeah, keep fouling him. And then they <laughs> fouled him again. And then he made his next two free throws. And it was like, just fucking stop. <laughs> and then we missed tacos. We yeah. didn't get tacos. Uh-huh. I believe uh, they got tacos at the Pacers game, though. Oh, did they really? Yeah, I think they did. Damn. Yeah. They did get tacos. For anyone who doesn't know, talk, uh, everyone in Staples gets tacos when the Lakers score above 100 and keep the other team below 100. Yes. I will say, though, I don't like jack-in-the-box tacos. Hmm. I I get had, man, get I a little taqueria. Okay, Lakers organization. Get a little taqueria. Oh, let, let me get Palink on the horn. Mom and Okay, he's on the horn. Mom and pop spot. Get the taco truck outside of the Virgil. Give us some tacos. I haven't been that one. You think the taco truck outside of the Virgil can handle 20,000 people coming with a coupon for two free tacos? (laughs) Easy. Easy. (laughs) I would say let's do tacos Ariza's in in front of next to Lassen's in Echo Park. Tacos Trevor's Ariza's? The one with the C rating? Yeah, the one with the C rating. Hey, why do you you got to say it like that? A good taco truck should not have an A rating. No. No, I I like a B. What's going on here? Why do you say it like that? I like a B. (sighs) Get out of here. The Bs are endangered, Alex. Don't throw this on me. Don't throw that evil on me. (laughs) Phoenix Suns win today at 1230. And uh, yeah, we're all pretty confident about that, right? Yes. Even though I do feel it is, uh, we struggle against bad teams. Like it's, we do it struggle against. I don't this, understand. But this bad team, Book was there last time we played him. Devin Booker oh, was, was there he? last time yeah. we played him, uh, and we won. So okay. I, I think we should be fine. Okay. Then on Wednesday we got some rest because we play today and then we don't play again until Wednesday. Uh-huh. Uh, we're still at home and we are going to be welcoming the Spurs, San Antonio, into the late Staples Center. We've lost two twice. We've lost two twice, but I feel like they're on a downward. Trajectory. Yeah, they just got blown out by like 40 points, something like that. Mm -hmm. I forgot who blew them out, but it feels like everybody wants to win against the Lakers, though. Yeah. That was a problem against those Jimmy Butler Minnesota teams. It felt like he had something to prove when he faced us. So, well, I'm wondering if that one specifically that you just brought up is just that Butler, there was those trade rumors with Brandon Ingram. And I'm wondering if he was just like, put me on this team. And I went when they said no, because the rumor was that it was Ingram for. Butler and a pick. Uh-huh, we would right. get a pick and we would trade Ingram to Butler. And I'm wondering if he was just like, you think that Ingram's better than me? You need a pick? And then he went out, He went at us. I'm wondering if he was trying to prove something. I didn't realize it was Butler and a pick for Ingram. From what I had read, yeah, it, was it was Butler a, and a pick. Butler and a pick. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't realize that Brandon Ingram's trade value was that high. Yeah. Because it feels like... I don't know, just looking at him on the court, he does get his buckets, but how he gets his buckets, it feels like he gets pushed around Mm -hmm. a ton and finds like these weird open crevices in the defense. That's how he gets most of his buckets. But it's not that efficient. Yeah. So the Spurs are coming off two blowout losses. Ooh, what were the scores? So they played on last Wednesday, Timberwolves, 128 to 89. Okay, that's the one that I think I was. Thinking. Yeah, and then last Friday, um, rock against the Rockets, one thirty six to one hundred five. Ooh, that's a bummer. Yeah, so they're coming off two. Well, today that's only today they're coming off two uh, blowout losses. They have two games before us on Wednesday. But what are we thinking about Wednesday? At home. At home, Spurs are. Let's see, 
they're coming off a of back to back. They're gonna play the Jazz on Tuesday and then us on Wednesday. So they're gonna be traveling. They'll be a little slower. Be a little. Oh, slower. they gotta travel too. Yeah, because they're gonna be playing at at Jazz. At Jazz and, and then in LA. Yeah, I think we win that. I think we win that one. Win the first one. Here's my issue with that though. That means that we beat the Pacers. We beat we beat the Mavs. We beat the Suns, and then we beat the Spurs. Do you see this team going on a four game win streak? <laughs> That's a very good point. But right. we're at home versus all of those. It, it doesn't matter where we play. Uh-huh. I don't think we can win four games in a row. How? When do you think the last win streak we had was? The last win streak we had was... It was earlier this year, right? We had a perfect game, a three-game win streak against Miami, Cleveland, Utah. Okay. All okay, but trending down teams. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then before that, we had a four-game win streak against Minnesota, Sacramento, Atlanta, and Portland, which, again... Sacramento and Portland, good teams. Yeah. I think a four... But trending uh, down. Yeah. I think a four-game winning streak is not... Out, out of this realm, crazy. Yeah, it's against teams that aren't great. Because yeah. like Phoenix, if we don't pick up the win, then that just means that we're not trying at all. Yeah, which is totally possible from this team. Uh huh. San Antonio, but I mean, LeBron played like twenty minutes in a blowout against the Suns, and Lance Stevenson just went off for like twenty four the last oh, time we right. played. So I think if somebody drops a ball, we'll have enough players to pick up the slack mm-hmm. against Phoenix. San Antonio is a hard one because it feels like we cruise and then we have to go up against a tough opponent who's coached well. But I still think we get the victory on national TV. Then what happens in the next game, which is also against San Antonio, but this time back at home? Yeah. We drop it. Spurs so we're going to split We're gonna split San Antonio this week. Sp- yeah. Yes. Spurs are the second to last team in the West right now. Really? Yeah. They're only better than the Suns? Yeah. Wow. What's their record? 10 and 12, which wow. is not the worst. It's still <laughs> early. That, the West is a goddamn bloodbath. Jesus. 10 and 12. It's a bloodbath. It's a bloodbath. Um, do, do, do they split? Do you? I think. Is a five-game winning streak oh out? Oh, my God. You're, getting, you're getting me going here. <laughs> <laughs> On national TV, I don't see LeBron dropping this. So I think we get to a four-game winning Which streak. Which one's national? The first or second? The first one. First Spurs. On Wednesday. Okay. On ESPN. Second oh, one is Friday? Second one is Friday. Who's the going to be the weirdest celebrity at uh, the Wednesday game? Weirdest. It, okay, so that's a nationally televised home game. Mm-hmm. Weirdest celebrity. I'm going with T-Pain. T-Pain. Okay. I'm trying to think of a Texas celebrity. Tallahassee Payne. Who would be a Texas celebrity? Wait, on Wednesday? Yeah. I think we see Mr. Worldwide Pitbull. Ooh, Pitbull! Ooh, dale! Ooh. <laughs> oh, McConaughey? Who is a oh, Texas yeah, no, celebrity? There you go. Oh, McConaughey could be there. He could be. Uh, he goes to like Texas Longhorns games every now and then. Yeah, he loves them. Yeah, he loves them. Richard Linklater? Ooh. He's an Austin guy. He's an Austin guy. I, wouldn't, I couldn't pick Richard Linklater up out of a lineup of... <laughs> mediocre directors sure he's no alfonso Cuarón. i'll tell you that yeah you know with birdman and Babel. <laughs> 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 uh, link later has a weird career because he did he did like school of rock but then he also did yeah boyhood which mm-hmm. is like a beautiful movie and i love school of rock when i was a kid though yeah he just like likes oh, to do prolific he'll do any genre i guess yeah he did uh yeah dazed and confused another co- like, comedy that movie. yeah it's all right i think people like build it up too much it's yeah. fine yeah it's entertaining. It's like, uh, for me, that whoa, movie whoa, is Whoa, Alex like, looked shocked when I said that. 
You didn't you, like you like it or didn't like it? No, I'm going through something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, adult Disneyland to me. Like I like Disneyland. I'll mm-hmm. go to Disneyland, but with all the new couples in Los Angeles that go to Disneyland and take po- like take weird photos, and it's like the thing that they do. It just makes me hate it more and more and more. <laughs> like if I had seen Dazed and Confused in a vacuum, I'd be like, this is fun. Yeah. But with all the idiots that are like, oh, Dazed, and- it made my childhood. And I'm like, yeah. you're, an, you're an asshole. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, like later, I can do without. If he never makes him another movie, I'm fine with that. Is there any other Texas celebrities that you can think of? You know who I'd like to yeah. see? Slim Thug. Where's he been? I don't know. Mike no. Jones. Where are you at? Wow, yeah. Let's get Mike Jones in there. Yeah, but all those are Houston guys. Yeah. I feel like Travis uh. Scott shows up to LA Houston games, but he doesn't show up to any like Mavs or mm-hmm. San Antonio games. Okay, you want to know celebs from uh, San Antonio? I okay, like yeah, to let's hear it. I'll, I'll tell you if they're going to be there or not. Okay, Michelle Rodriguez. Not going to be there. Not going to be there. Char- she does like going to Lakers games, doesn't she? she? Does, does she? Oh, okay. I think she does. I think she does, actually. Okay. Anyway. Maybe, she's, uh, maybe she's doing Overseas Widows uh, promotional work. Okay. That's why I think she's not going to be there. Okay, Michelle Rodriguez. Widows was a good movie. Certified babe. Uh, yes. Carol Burnett, certified babe. Yes, uh, but she's not going to be there. She's not going to be no. here. Jared Padalek. Pada what? Jared. Who is that? Yeah. Jared? Jared. Jared. Padalek. He was on Gilmore Girls. Oh. I, mean, oh, I feel like if my wife heard this. Oh, pod, Jared Padalecki. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. That oh, Padalecki. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Duh. No, he's not going to be there. Okay. The ghost of Joan Crawford. Crawford. <laughs> 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 this is uh, not easy for uh, Alec. Joan Crawford was the mom depicted in Mommy Dearest, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. No, she, for some reason, is not going to be there. Uh, Rand Paul? Mm, Rand. Randy. Good old Rand. If he is, he's not making it on Lakers. <laughs> they're, nah. not, they're not taking a no. picture of Rand Paul and posting it up. No. And then... Uh, give, me one, give me one more. Uh, Rachel Rocks, the porn star. Mm, she's going to be there. No, porn stars don't go to games. It's true, yeah. Because a lot of them, from what I have read, will escort for NBA players. So they keep business and business separate. There you go. Yeah. There was one who, I think, I actually think it was Rachel Rocks or Lisa Ann that talked about having a few clients, a few NBA players as clients. And they were like, which ones? And she was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) This is how I make my money. I believe Lisa Ann also, like, had a uh, a fair, like, uh, a romantic relationship with somebody like on uh, like Florida State or something like that. I got to look this up, but yeah, it was somebody in college. Cool. Yeah. Not great, great guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of this leading up to, wait, oh, did we say they're going to, we all said they're going to split, right? Spurs? No. Wednesday and Friday. Because no. there is a day in the middle. I started off saying split. Okay. You know what I say? Next time I'm on this podcast, okay. we will still not have lost a game. Oh, so wait, even oh, hold on we, a second. We play Memphis also. Yeah, so let's okay. So I think they're gonna split. You think they're gonna split. I think you gonna don't split. think they're gonna split. And no. this all leads up to uh, Saturday at Memphis playing the Grizz, who are the one of the I think they're right above us in the NBA standings right now. We're in San Antonio mm-hmm. on Friday, and then we have to fly to Memphis uh-huh. about an hour and a half flight, I'm assuming. If that, and then play Memphis. Yes, we win. We, we win will both. be. We will still not have lost a game by the time wow. we come back to this podcast. So that's a, fi- that's a six-game winning streak. Going, I'm going six-game win streak. Rip off a six-game This is when we turn it on. Four, four no, this week, six-game winning streak altogether. Yes. Wow. And this is how we know. Big call. This that, is, that's, our, that's, our, uh, that's our big call of the week. Hold on. Big, that's, our, <laughs> <laughs> that's our big call of the week. 
Six-game winning streak. 4-0 Six this week. We're going to beat Memphis. Wow. We're going to beat Memphis. Alex, That's how do you crazy. feel about that? I feel like you lost your damn <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say if – I would like to uh, take away that statement if – Kyle Kuzma shows up with a headband on. If he comes out with a headband on, we're losing. Kyle Kuzma cannot play oh, with a headband on. Okay. We have headband Harden. Uh-huh. Headband LeBron. Headband LeBron. Mm-hmm. And it's the reverse for Kuzma. It doesn't work. He Take played the Dallas powers. game with a headband on in the first half. Terrible. Mm-hmm. He was really bad. And then comes back out in the second half. No headband. And goes off. Leads that defensive charge and the offense when we make that comeback against Dallas in this in the second half. Kyle Kuzma, twelve rebounds, six assists. And all of that came with the headband off in the uh-huh. second half. <laughs> I think let's see. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go win. Win. Loss. Win. So I'm th- I'm saying three and one. You're saying three and one? I'm gonna say three and one. I'm gonna be optimistic this week. the last few weeks I've been really screwed then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, should I say like something I You should say like one and three. Right, right, right. No, 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 we're going over four. <laughs> okay. This week will be the test of this curse. Uh, yeah, we'll test the it out. Shoemaker we'll test curse. out your shoemaker curse. This is gonna be the test of the shoemaker <laughs> curse, and we'll see if my three and one prediction completely derails the team. <laughs> derails the team. <laughs> You think so we we'll sweep see. over Memphis, or what do you think happens in Memphis? Um, no, I think we win in Memphis, and um, I think let's see. I think the, our three wins are all going to be heart attack wins, and I think the Spurs are going to blow us out on Friday. Okay. Yeah. What do you think, Alex? What, what are we going? Three and one. Three and one. We lose against the Spurs in San Antonio. But do we and we beat Memphis? And we beat. So Memphis. we all think we're going to beat Memphis. I think uh, we have two savvy veteran centers who mm-hmm. can take Marcus All, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that Lonzo plays a good game or Brandon Ingram plays a good game against Mike Conley, and then you have other people beat you. Okay. Do we do we play a Gasol every every is is Powell still playing or is he injured right now? Um, I think he's injured. Oh, is he injured? Oh, no, never mind. I was going to say we play a Gasol all week this week. I think I've asked this question before, um, and I'll just ask it again, just you know, just in case. Does Pau Gasol get his jersey retired? I you have asked this question because I said no, yeah. and I I regretted it immediately because yeah. I I I like Pau, and mm-hmm. I I did say in the last podcast, uh, once you leave, if it's fuck me, then fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and that was a bit dramatic. You, <laughs> you got heated. <laughs> it was a bit dramatic. I like Pau. Me lot. too. Um, Me too. I root against him fervently for the Spurs. The Spurs are my most hated team in the NBA. Yeah. Like I know we're supposed to hate Boston. That wasn't a rivalry for me as a kid. I hate the okay. Spurs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once it's done, come on back. Retire your jersey. You think he, he retires his jersey? He won two championships. Yeah. yeah. And was, how many? He was directly responsible. We went to three, one, two. Yeah. And He's he, directly responsible for losing that first one, though. <laughs> Okay. He's not? I don't know. He, <laughs> He's not. <laughs> he was it, it was it was he, I remember him being soft. I he mean, was that soft. was the big story. It was came, very yeah. similar to Brandon Ingram right now where yeah. it's like you're gigantic, get yeah. in there. Yeah. And uh it, it took him a little while to warm up to that. Yeah. Okay. That well I say three and one, you say four and oh, you say three and one. Three, three and one. one. Okay. Three and one. Wow. I think we win it against Memphis. Lose against St. Antonio second mm-hmm. time around. Do you want to play a game? Yeah, what what game are you talking about? We're gonna play 
how are our rookies doing? <laughs> and it's a game of high versus low. You now, you guys are playing this with yourselves? No, no. You know what? I'll play. I, the The podcast listeners don't know this. My computer died in the middle of this podcast, oh. so I don't have these stats. I'm at fifty six right now. I st- I came in at fifty six. It's mm. dead. I don't know what happened. It just drained. So we, I don't know these stats either. Okay, let's hear it. Do you want to let's play high we, versus wait, low? Wait, what was the this game? Is, what was the game called? It's called How Are Our Rookies Doing This Season? How Are Our Rookies Doing This Season? With a little asterisk on that, we, we are aware that they're not our rookies. They're not yes. our rookies. <laughs> our young guys. How old do you uh, think Brandon... Sorry, uh, how are our young guys doing this week? How old do you think Brandon Ingram is, Olsen? 20. He's 22. He's 21. Whoa. What? Yeah, I think that's also why his trade split. value <laughs> is so high. Oh, okay. He's also playing a lot of shooting guard. They have his position as shooting guard this year. All right, let's play. Those okay, so just, you're going to give us a player fun facts. and a number, yeah. and we're going to tell you if it's higher or lower. A, a player, stat. a stat, and yeah. a number. Yeah. Okay. okay, and we'll tell you if it's higher let's or lower. Let's do it. Brandon Ingram, free throw percentage. Do you think it's higher or lower than 68%? Lower. Lower. It's 64% on the season. Wow. And we were talking about this in the game. Brendan Ingram shoots his free throws like he's a tripod, like he's trying to get his feet as wide as possible. (laughs) But he fucks up sometimes, and he'll he'll do it too wide or too narrow, and he'll just throw off the base Mm. of his shot. So he's not getting the same rhythm every time. A tripod. And I'd like to like from War of the Worlds. Like from War of the Worlds. That's okay. almost exactly how Brandon Ingram <laughs> operates. Also, <laughs> he's shooting that laser beam, and it's going yeah. in, and it's destroying, it's wrecking havoc. Yeah. But when he's not, and uh, they find the cure, what is it? Water or whatever? No, you're thinking of signs. Okay. The w- aliens in War of the Worlds died because they were exposed to microbes in the Earth's atmosphere. Oh. They died because of germs. Disgusting. <laughs> All right, so we both got that right. Both got that right. Lower. Cool. Lower than seventy percent. Cool, cool, cool. Kyle Kuzma. Do you think he's shooting higher or lower than thirty-one percent from the free three-point line? Three-point line. I'm gonna go lower. I'm gonna go higher. I'm gonna say thirty-four percent. This year he's shooting twenty-eight percent. I, I am happy too, that w- I, I won that. I should, <laughs> I should not I be happy about that. Which is crazy because last year he shot 36% from the three-point line. So he's just regressed. But his looks are getting better. Do you? Who do you think is the most efficient scorer on the team right now in the young guys? Efficient. Um, in the young guys? Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to say... Lonzo. Lonzo. Um, Wait, isn't he? Cause I I'll keep say seeing, Lonzo, too. I yeah. keep seeing the stat everywhere that he's... More efficient of a three-point shooter than Kevin Durant this season so far. Mm. Uh, do you, uh, the stat on three-point shooters is Lonzo is shooting 33%. Yeah! Hey! Which isn't league average. It's yeah. a little bit below league average. But it's trending upward, and that's what you want to see. That's what you want to see. Our most efficient scorer for the young guys is Kyle Kuzma at 52.5%. Er, Wow. Brandon Ingram, his effective field goal percentage is 48.5. And Lonzo, the exact same, 48.5. Lonzo is the hardest working player on the team, which I had my suspicions. And then when we go to the game, he picks up every every yeah. guy full court. For sure. Chart full court and then is just swiping hands everywhere. Lonzo is an elite defender. I said that a few weeks ago, and I still believe it. 
Yeah, I'm with you. This gets into my second point because Lonzo, you know, we don't need him to score. He, that's not his role on the team. Mm-hmm. His role on the team is to distribute. What do you think his block, his uh, blocks per game is? Ooh, uh, higher po- or lower than point five? I was gonna say point seven. So higher, higher. Point three. Oh, what? What both, about steals per game? We both missed that. How do you, how higher or lower than one point five? Higher, higher. One point one oh, steal per game. <laughs> to be fair, we are expecting a lot of yeah, <laughs> two steals are. a game. I think uh, last year he averaged one point seven, uh-huh. which is phenomenal. That's yeah. like one of the top steal percentages in the league, and point uh, eight blocks, which is great for a guard. This year he's trending downward, and it might just be minutes per game uh, because he's playing six fewer minutes. But it feels like he's just not getting the opportunities to block mm-hmm. people as much. Oh, and okay, what, what? How about higher or lower on spectacular plays a game that we see? <laughs> that one where LeBron outlets it to him and he catches it in the air and flings it over to Javale in that Dallas game. That was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. That more, more or less beautiful than Roma. Wow. Mm. I mean, it's, it's two different beauties, you know, mm-hmm. a rose by any other name. Okay. I don't think that fits. They're both beautiful in their own Who way. Who wrote that? Sherlock Holmes? No, I think that was Bill. That wasn't Bill Holmes. That was Bill <laughs> Shakespeare. <laughs> the Immortal Bard. That play where they were running down court and Lonzo outlets it to uh, to yeah Kuzma and then Kuzma just chucks it to Brandon Ingram for an easy dunk. Yeah, what most beautiful play of the game. I will say the coolest part about sitting in the highest seats possible is that you get to see the whole court at once. So mm-hmm. when Lonzo gets a rebound, you just go, "Oh, there!" and he launches it yeah. all the way. It's great. You can see it as he sees it. That's like I was watching replays and the flatness on the TV. It looks like LeBron James doesn't cover any part of the court. He's uh-huh. just like a little bit quicker than everybody else. When you see him live he's going side to side like a like a wide receiver from yeah. uh, in the court and he's covering so much ground in so little time yeah i'm gonna say this lebron james one of the greatest players of all time <laughs> if not the greatest <laughs> wow of all time. controversial i mean that's a true uh conspiracy <laughs> so we did get uh, an email this week we did. We got our first email. We got our first email from a first time, uh, long time, called, uh, his name's Stephen Sinahui. Steve Sinahui. Si- Steve Sinahui. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Sorry if I butchered that name, but thanks for the email, Stephen. And uh, this is, we kind of talked about it earlier, but let's get into it a little bit more. Here's what he said. You guys touched on it a bit, and I wanted to hear your thoughts on Brandon Ingram having a player efficiency rating of 11.4 this year and 11.0 for his career. The league average is 15, and everyone keeps saying give him time. But how much time do we need to give him before his trade value is diminished? That's one question. When is he going to learn he can rise He can rise and shoot on anyone? And when his jump shot is going to actually develop? Wait, what? I, th- <laughs> I read that wrong. <laughs> anyway, when is he going to learn he can rise on anybody and shoot? He's been an average shooter for his career, but don't we all think he should just be above average? He should definitely be above average. So this is something, too, that I feel like I, I, th- I think I, I said last week, too, is that when we have a bad game, Ingram is the target for trade talks. Yeah. So if he ever has a bad game or not, he doesn't live up to it, all the pundit, all sports pundits, Stephen A., they're going to talk about how Brandon Ingram needs, needs to be shipped. And this is a, a thing, um, this is part of it, where everyone just keeps saying, how long do we give him? He should already be at the place where everyone thought he was going to be when he was a rookie. Mm-hmm. By now, he should be at that place. Yeah. 
so is he untouchable in trades? He's that's, definitely not untouchable. He's, he's not been untouchable. floated a bunch. Yeah, but to you guys, is he untouchable? To he's, me, this year he's untouchable. Okay. To me, it doesn't make sense to trade him based on if we get a subpar player. Even if it's like Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's on a rough contract because he signed with bird rights to Washington. So it destroys our cap next year for a free agent class that has 18 very all-star caliber players yeah. on it. Yeah. So this is something that that's what Steven's talking about. Should we trade him? Because is this, is this his contract year? This is his contract year. Okay, so mm-hmm. should we trade him before... Before we lose the be, value of Before his we lose his value, A, and before we think he might go somewhere. Well, it's weird to say trade him for what value, though. Like, like what Alex said, which is why he's untouchable for me, is like what value are we going to get from him right now? Mm-hmm. Like if there's mm-hmm. some blockbuster trade in there that Palinka and, and Magic are putting together and Ingram's part of it, like we, I totally understand why he would go. Pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. I yeah. get it. But if there's not, and we've invested this much time, let's just write it out. I mean, this is his contract year. Maybe yeah. they pull off like a, hey, stay for a cheaper price next year. Plus, PER doesn't account for defensive efficiency. So when you see a player like Brandon Ingram shut down like a Luka Doncic or a, um, a Dennis Smith like on the uh, in the da- Dallas game, it feels like that he earns his contract in that regard. He's just so long and such a big body in order to put on somebody, and he has lateral quickness that makes him very efficient in that role of being the stopper. I will say to Stevie's point, the hardest part of watching him is when he does pull up and rise on everybody and he'll do it three, four plays in a row. Mm-hmm. And then you just don't see it for the rest of the Yeah, court. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that it's is either. So weird. What can we do to get him? To he'll just knock do down it? a shot and then just not do it for the rest of the game. He's so much taller than everybody. Yeah. If he just does that pull up and he, uh, his uh, arms are 18 feet long. Yes. <laughs> we saw it a little bit in the Dallas game. Obviously we keep referencing it because we got to go and it's, it's nicer to see these things in purpose uh, in person. Cause you can see just how much taller he is mm-hmm. over everybody else. He will pull up and rise, and he started going for fouls late uh-huh. in the game, which was good. At least, you know, get up and take the shot and, and let them foul you, at least. My last thing I'll say about this is that I, I, I is another thing I've been saying all year, that Magic and Rob are not trying to win a, a championship this year. Mm-hmm. So to make a blockbuster trade like that um, is kind of pointless. Yeah. In for- my eyes that are also Rob and Magic's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're trying to win a championship, so they're not trying to make a blockbuster deal unless something, unless we made an offer we can't refuse. Yeah. Godfather reference. Um, I think we got it. Uh-huh. So yeah, I don't. That's the main thing in my head is that we're not, they're not trying to win a championship this year. To mm-hmm. me, also, I'd like to make the distinction that the Lakers organization is not looking to make a blockbuster trade that wins a championship this year. The players are still looking to win the championship this year, and they're playing like they're looking to grow into a championship team. Yeah. Thanks for the email, Stephen. That was a great, uh, great topic, great question. Anybody else wants to email? Rob, we're looking at you. BigDogLakerPod <laughs> at gmail.com. There is no S. I think I've discussed why plenty of times. Already. You did? Well, you know, when we signed <laughs> up, we weren't quite sure if it needed an S or not. We weren't <laughs> sure what we were going to do. We settled on an S, but the, but the Gmail was made mm-hmm. before then. Thank you guys for listening. This was a great pod uh, on a beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. At BigDogLakersPod. Email us at BigDogLakerPod at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook page. Yeah, we have a Facebook page, which is... BigDogLakerPod. Yeah. LakersPod. And uh, you can text us personally if you have our phone numbers. If you don't, you won't. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. And of course, now I got to ask...
What are you guys doing after this? I'm going to go watch the Panthers game. Panthers game. I'm going to go watch this Lakers game, uh, but then I have uh, lunch with a girl at 2 o'clock. Ooh. Cool. Where are you eating? Oh, yeah. Um, it, uh, it's, uh, it's an Israeli place on Melrose. On oh, Melrose. Oh, they got that one on uh, Sunset and Mikla Terena, I think. Mitchell Terena. Yeah. Yeah. Meze. Yeah. What do you, how do you say it? Meze. Okay. M-H-Z-H? Yeah. One of the best restaurants in Los Angeles. Really? It's amazing. Across from uh, 99 Cent Store. Yes. So good. Yeah. I saw a lady lose her mind at that restaurant. Really? And it was great. It was, uh, they used to do BYOB, which totally illegal. They were just like, yeah, bring your own beer. And so you would show up and you would bring like six packs of beer. And this lady brought a bottle of wine and they were like, sorry, we don't open till five. So she sat down at like 4.50 and they're like, please get up. We don't open till five. <laughs> and then she like started to get upset. And then she sits down and uh, she goes, can I have a bottle opener? And they go, hey, we're no longer BYOB. The cops showed up yesterday. And she was like, I can't wow. fucking take you guys anymore. And she starts <laughs> screaming at them and runs away. Damn. Yeah. It's, it's, called, it's called Ta M. Ta M. Uh, Millie's is right next to uh, Meza, too. Yeah. And uh, I went there for my birthday. Happy birthday, man. That was a couple weeks ago. Well, either way. Um, but f- today, uh, I'm hanging out with my mom for her birthday. Hey! Yeah. Happy, happy birthday, birthday. Miss Shoemaker! Yeah. I don't know where we're going. She's got to pick some place, but... Mrs. Shoemaker loves lunch. Yeah, there you go. Loves Dinner. Ryan. Mm-hmm. Does not like E2 Mama Tambien. No, no. it's not nice. No, it's <laughs> not a nice movie. Uh, yes, yeah, so thank you. That's what we're doing. We'll see you guys next week. Watch Roma in theaters if you can. And if not on Netflix on December 14th. Yes. And, or watch The Revenant. It's a great movie. <laughs> Hold on. Like cut off. Cut off the pod. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. This game's in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The light's out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling. And the jello is jiggling. Been jiggling for a long time.